You're listening to Nova Southeastern University's Radio X 88.5 FM WKPX Sunrise, whose business phone number is 754-322-1721. Welcome to Radio X's Information Exchange, a show that offers diverse programming and features the views and opinions of both students and experts. On Information Exchange, we cover it all, from local bands to hot political topics, from community events to pressing social issues. We would like to remind our audience that the views expressed on the Information Exchange do not necessarily reflect the views of Radio X, Nova Southeastern University, or the School Board of Broward County. Hello and welcome to today's Information Exchange program. I am your host, Camille Wright. Every year, an estimated 600,000 to 800,000 people are trafficked across national borders. Today's show presents the current human trafficking issue in present in today's society and what students are doing about it. Our guest on the show today will be discussing human trafficking, the effect it has on our society, and what he and his students are doing. Today, I'd like to welcome our guest, Dr. Berkowitz, an English professor at Fort Lauderdale Preparatory School. Welcome. Thank you, Camille, and thank you for having me again and again and again. So can you define to our listeners what is human trafficking? Human trafficking is a modern-day slavery. A modern-day slavery, Modern-day slavery. Human trafficking, definition that the State Department gives us is human trafficking involves victims who are forced, defrauded, or coerced into labor. Actually, about 600,000 to 800,000 people, mostly women and children, 80% of that is human trafficking. Mm-hmm. These people, these individuals, women and children, are trafficking across national borders, which does not count millions of people who are trafficking with their own countries. When you say human trafficking... Okay. Most people think that human trafficking is, if you ask the average person out there what human trafficking is, the average person doesn't know what human trafficking is. Right, Um, right. When I first came up with this project, I asked my students at Fort Lauderdale Prep School, and I asked them to tell me what human trafficking is. And some student says, what does it mean, Dr. Brokos, walking across the street? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what? Because you it's traffic. It's traffic. Okay. Well, you know what? You, well, you're right because you are walking hopefully in a green light and you're going back and forth. Mm-hmm. But no, human trafficking is the selling of people, slavery. And they But isn't that supposedly abolished? Abolished. Now, what's ironic about the abolishment was we all know that the 13th Amendment, which if you're history students at Nova Southern University, you always know the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment is known as the Civil War Amendments. Well, right. the 13th Amendment was written, and these are the words, gives all people the right to be free from slavery, gives everybody the right of involuntary servitude in the United States. Slavery was abolished after the Civil War, but lo and behold, we all know today that human trafficking is a modern-day slavery. Right. So, so why do you think this is taking place in today, in our times today? Because you have people out there that are buying and selling of people. They, you have people out there that are taking advantage of individuals from foreign countries. And because the United States is the land of opportunity, 
You mm-hmm. know, the old adage was, we, our streets are made of gold. Well, people come here in the United States and the promise, if you come to the United States and you pay us, we will give you a job being a model. Well, every young lady from a foreign country wants to become a model. Mm-hmm. And what happened was the parents will pay or they'll pay, and you have some person that takes advantage of that young lady. She comes here and her passport is taken away from them. She's now smuggled into this country. She's now told there's no jobs for modeling. And what happens now is that you owe us X amount of money and you now have to work that money off. A, by working in the fields, A, or B, working in my house, or Mm -hmm. B, working on the streets. Now the question you're gonna say to me, Camille, is, well, wait a minute, can they run away? Mm -hmm. Can they? Why don't they speak up? Why don't they say something? Because what happens is, once they're here, they're told, if you tell anybody that you're here illegally, I'm not going to go back and I am now going to do harm to your family. Mm-hmm. I will now tell your boyfriend you're now selling yourself on the street. I will now tell your husband you are embarrassing your family. And because these people are coming here, they're totally embarrassed and they're afraid if I say anything, my family got hurt, that they come here. Mm-hmm. And they're forced to do illegal things. Or little boys come here and they work in, okay, um, in factories, or they work in the fields. This is what human trafficking is. 27 million people are held in slavery worldwide today. Wow, wow, that's a huge uh, number. It is an enormous number. You're now looking at human trafficking is the most pressing issue facing us today. Human trafficking has surpassed weapon sales and earns roughly $9 billion a year. Let me give you that figure again. Weapon sales is now number three in the hip parade. Number two in the hip parade is human trafficking, which takes in $9 billion a year. The first hip parade, as we all know, is drugs. Human trafficking right now has surpassed weapon sales. Even though we're in war currently right now, the sales of human beings are higher than the sales of weapons. Right. And that figure is just getting enormous right now. You're looking at it's approaching a $32 billion year right now. Wow. Wow. And what happens is we don't know about things like that. A lot that. of people aren't aware about this. So let's talk a little bit about your students. Why do you think they are so involved? This is not something you see for an ordinary 8th grader, 10th grader, or junior or senior in high school to be involved in? Most students really, truthfully, are just not involved with this. Right. They're too busy, honestly, with their computers, their iPods. MySpace. MySpace. So what makes what makes your students different? Why are they involved in this? That's a good question. I, I wish I knew that. I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, is that um, it, it's really up to you. Uh, it's up to you as an instructor to go into a class and you can do one of two things. You can go in and you can lecture and you can bore people to death and then the bell rings and they all run out. And I think we've all been in classes like that. Yes, we have. We have. And uh, I've always been a fact that uh, when I became an instructor, I'm going to come in and I'm going to make things different because I'm going to go into class and I'm going to say to the students, this is what's going on and what do you want to do to change this? What happened was uh, there was a movie that came out called Amazing Grace. The Amazing Grace is a remarkable story, and I highly recommend it to anybody that please rent that movie. 
it, it deals with a, a gentleman named William Wilberford. And William Wilberford was an abolitionist, one of the first abolitionists in Great Britain. Continue. Keep and going. And William Wilberford saw slavery. And Great Britain, as we know, was the number one the hip parade in slavery. And William Wilberford saw what these people were coming into Great Britain and how much business was being done. And he said, we need to abolish slavery. And William Wilberford was, was elected into parliament. And he kept on passing, trying to pass legislation to abolish slavery. Well, he dedicated his life to the abolishment of slavery. And before mm -hmm. he passed away, Great Britain finally, finally abolished slavery. And because of this movie, my students saw this movie. I call my students the Gang of 13. <laughs> the Gang of 13 left the movies, and they were amazed about the story. And so we came back the next day, and we discussed the movie. And there's a great website on that, that there's lesson plans on that movie. And I started showing them ideas about human trafficking. Mm -hmm. And they, our students could not believe that human trafficking is happening and the buying and selling of people. And I said, go home and ask your parents, ask your friends, ask your students, what do you know about human trafficking? Well, they all came back with this blank stare the next day, and they said, nobody knew about human trafficking. Mm -hmm. I said, well, now, this is what we're going to do. Let's research it. And I took my students, and I dedicated themselves to say, you go this, you find research, and you come back. One of my students saw an article in the New York Times, and the article dealt with human trafficking. And there was a young lady that was a picture of the New York Times. Her name was Barbara Canelli. Barbara Canelli is the Undersecretary of State of our State Department. Okay. And my student said to me, um, can I call them? Why and not? And I said, why not? <laughs> mm -hmm. I said, as far as I know, the State Department is our State Department. Right. It says the United States State Department. We live in the United States, don't we? Yes, we, I guess we do. So you know what? Let's give her a call. And he looked up the phone number, and he called. And lo and behold, she answered her own phone. Now, what impressed me about this was having the Undersecretary of State answer her own phone. Mm -hmm. And she, we introduced herself, and Barbara said to me, number one, I do not believe that students want to get involved in human trafficking. And we said, can you help us? We would do anything in our power to help you. And we... I'll send you facts, information, and make millions and brochures, and whatever you want to do, you can do. So the next thing I said was, I need somebody locally in Florida to work with us. Right. And she said to us, we in the State Department cannot recommend anybody. There's, a, there's an organization called NGO, Non-Government Organization. And she said, go on the website and look, look at NGO and find something that you feel that you can work with. Well, lo and behold, I let my fingers do the walking, and I found this organization, and the organization was called the Florida Coalition of Human Trafficking. And I called the Florida, Co Florida Coalition of Human Trafficking, and I said to Anna Rodriguez, who was the founder, that I said, Anna, my name is Dr. Berkowitz, Fort Lauderdale Prep School. We are working on Project Human Trafficking. She said, stop right there. What do you want me to do? Wow. And I'm saying, Anna, whatever you can do, I need your help. She said, I'll be there tomorrow. Impressive. Well, yeah, it was impressive. And she said, um, I said, Anna, where are you located? She goes, Bonita Springs. Well, hold on. We're in Fort Lauderdale, and you're on Bonita Springs. That means you'll be driving three and a half hours through Alligator Alley. Oh, yeah, I can do that. No problem. I'll be there tomorrow. Fantastic. 
Next day, she comes in and she meets my students and says, all right, what do you guys want to do? How do you want to organize this? What do you want to do? And they kissed it. We start brainstorming. Mm -hmm. One student had the idea of, let's build a mural. Okay. So we created a mural, 10 by 15 mural. The mural has pictures. Uh, has pictures of people being spot and sold. We have figures on a mural. Mm -hmm. That mural became a living and breathing instrument that now became that's now a T-shirt that we're selling. So it was also published in the Sun Centennial. The yes, and uh, it's also you are selling human trafficking T-shirts, and it's on the human trafficking yes, T-shirts. Matter of fact, we we donated one to you, Camille. Thank you very <laughs> much. It's a very nice shirt, definitely. And we are selling a T-shirt that are going to the Florida Culture and Human Trafficking after the project was done. And the project was done by 8th graders, 10th graders, 11th graders, and 12th graders. And we finally said, let's have a, an assembly. We need to spread the word out. Right. So we contacted our local congressman, our congressman in Broward County, who is a remarkable, remarkable man. Is, his name is Elsie Hastings. We contacted Congressman Hastings' office in Washington, mm -hmm. and he said, whatever you need, I'm there for you. You want a, a speaker? You got, you got a speaker for me. Okay. You want some uh, more literature? We send you this. We contacted Congressman Klein's office from Book Raton. I will be there. The Sun Sentinel was fantastic. They, did, they said, um, we're going to come down. We want to interview students. We want to take pictures. Wow. And they came down, they took pictures, interviewed our students. That was picked up by local newspapers across the country. We had an assembly. And the assembly, we had speakers coming in. The uh, Florida Coalition came down. We had ICE agents coming down. We had an assembly dealing with human trafficking. We had parents show up. The assembly was so well received that two weeks later, our congressman, Congressman Klein, went on the floor of Congress and he recognized the students of Fort Lauderdale Prep School. He recognized my gang of 13. He recognized my, myself that's now on the congressional record. Mm -hmm. That congressional record is a record that will always be there with everybody's name that, that, that did something on human trafficking. Our State Department called us back. Mm -hmm. And some young lady who is our Secretary of State called us Monday abolitionist. Is that Condoleezza Rice? That's Condoleezza Rice. Okay, uh, wow. You, you guys wow. are a star school. You are Monday abolitionists. You took a project and you opened the eyes of people. That goes to show that what students are watching today, movies, films, media, what they see does make an impact in their lives. Definitely does. Because what happens is, is that you have to change the world. And I call it activism. Mm -hmm. And every one of us sees something, and sometimes we're afraid to react. Sometimes, oh, I don't want to do this. But it's up to us to do something. If you see something wrong, it's up to us to change something. Mm -hmm. And that's what you try to create with students. And you need to tell students, you are basically, this is the 60s movement. I call it a 60s movement, okay? Because what you're doing is you're, uh, you're raising the awareness. You're telling people out there, this is by doing a t-shirt seal by putting posters up you're telling people that human trafficking exists this is going on right now right now it's existing today the buying and selling of individuals is happening today and it's not going to stop until we stop it right and we have to make your witness up and all i'm asking people to do is to help us there i, I know that your listening audience must be very, very smart students, very creative students. 
we need your help. My, my gang of 13 students cannot do this themselves. There's no big S on my chest. They started it, but uh, they still need mm-hmm. others to help and push and assist. And I agree with you, Camille. What we need is we need students to come forward and say, what can I do? Well, I'm going to tell you something. If you can write music, contact us. Mm-hmm. If you can write poetry, contact us. If you can draw, if you a uh, sculpture, contact me at 954 954- Four eight five seventy five hundred and say, Dr. Berkowitz, can I come to your school and I want to help out. I want to join this movement. We want to stop trafficking. And all it takes is one person, one person, and one person. In the fall, we're planning to do a file my walk in Hollywood to okay. raise awareness. In December 6th and 7th, I just got an email today. We are sponsoring a pro am volleyball game in South Beach, and okay. we're going to get uh, spread the word out with human trafficking. Before we get into the, all the upcoming events, let's talk about the Flor- Florida Coalition Against human, human Trafficking, which is behind you 100. percent They have they have something going around. Donate a dollar or more to help our cause to stop the traffic. My question is, where does the money? donated go where does it go towards how does it help the Florida culture human traveling gets most of the money from grants okay and these grants are basically paid for to save people mm-hmm. matter of fact this week there were 35 people up in Fort Walton Beach that were saved by ICE agents that were brought here illegally to work in the fields, mm-hmm. and they were basically these young ladies and and and, and boys were, were sold, and what happened was there was a tip. They went to this farm. They found them, and they're now in a safe haven. You're now paying for these people to get back into a safe place. You're now mm-hmm. giving them clothing. Hopefully, we, we can educate them, get them, get them back home, or give them a new identity. That's where the money's going to. Every dollar that we raise with our T-shirt sales, every donation that we get is going to the Florida Coalition Human Trafficking. Any money that's basically is grants is doing this because it's a billion dollar business of mm-hmm. the buying and selling and we're trying to do is that we're trying to now trying to save from these people mm-hmm. to save them themselves you know what i was here illegally i need help can you help me intervention counseling